1: Hey history lovers, I'm Mike Rosenwald with Retropod, a show about the past, rediscovered. Early in the morning on July 2nd, 1961, Ernest Hemingway, one of the giants of American literature, committed suicide. Hemingway's death at age 61 stunned the country. He had won the Nobel Prize for Literature seven years earlier. In honor celebrating the spare prose he employed in telling sweeping stories of war, adventure, and the sea. But beyond the loss to American letters, the immediate aftermath of Hemingway's passing presented what seemed like a not-so-minor international predicament. Hemingway died just three months after President John F. Kennedy's disastrous Bay of Pigs invasion of Cuba, a CIA operation in which 1,400 Cuban exiles were secretly trained to overthrow their own government. In Cuba, just about everything the author had ever written, draft after draft, letter after letter, was left in his home there, unattended, almost up for grabs. Hemingway's widow, in addition to grieving, had to scramble to get it all back as the countries nearly went to war. Though Hemingway died at his cabin in Idaho, that was never really home to him. Home was Finca vahia a Spanish-style casa he moved to in 1939, about 20 minutes from Havana. He was a sportsman. He loved to fish, to sail, to be shirtless on the sea. Cuba was the perfect backdrop for his life and his writing, according to Hillary Justice, a prominent Hemingway scholar.
2: He worked on literally everything there at some point, but the, the ones that are most obviously connected to Cuba would be To Have and Have Not and The Old Man and the Sea, but it was also there that he wrote For Whom the Bell Tolls, Across the River and Into the Trees. He, he actually did the bulk of his mature writing while he was based in or homed in Cuba.
1: And he built a private life there with Mary, his fourth wife, who was, like his third wife, Martha Gellhorn, a globe-trotting journalist. In early 1960, the couple left Cuba for Spain so he could write about bullfighting for Life magazine. There, Hemingway's character started to change.
2: His mood and emotional state and mental state grew increasingly erratic. He had trouble controlling anger.
1: Nobody knew at the time, but Hemingway, who had survived several small plane crashes and other accidents during his travels, might have been suffering from the same type of brain disease that football players have endured in recent years. Mary took him back to the United States, to the Mayo Clinic, for treatment. He was given electroshock therapy. His condition, though, became worse. He couldn't write. He became depressed.
2: In a real way, he watched his core identity slip away from him.
1: The writing, the sea, the adventure, it was all gone. Soon, Hemingway was too. If you needed to travel from the United States to Cuba that summer of 1961, the timing could not have been worse. President Kennedy, he sounded grim as events around the Bay of Pigs invasion unfolded.
0: But I have decided in the last 24 hours to discuss briefly at this time, the recent events in Cuba. On that unhappy island, As in so many other arenas of the contest for freedom, the news has grown worse instead of better.
1: But here's the twist. Cuban dictator Fidel Castro actually invited Mary to Cuba to retrieve her and Hemingway's belongings. In exchange, she'd donate the house to the Cuban people as a museum.
2: The Cubans consider Hemingway a Cuban writer. He's still taught in in Spanish in Cuban schools.
1: The State Department turned down Mary's request to visit there for reasons still unknown. Mary had connections, though, so through a mutual friend, she got a message to President Kennedy himself. A president, by the way, who greatly admired Hemingway and his writing. In
2: 1955, John F. Kennedy published Profiles in Courage, which opens with Hemingway's definition of courage as grace under pressure. Kennedy had written to Hemingway requesting permission to use that quotation. He didn't need to ask, but he did, and Hemingway granted permission.
1: Kennedy made things happen, and Mary was off to Cuba with Hemingway's secretary.
2: She wouldn't have had endless space, and she didn't have endless time.
1: In fact, Mary and the secretary probably had just a few days in some old footlockers used on safari.
2: They sorted through as much as they could, Of the papers, they got the manuscripts that were, you know, close to complete. They got those out of the vault at the bank. Mary was able to obviously collect her own personal belongings and then some of the oil paintings that she and her husband had collected over time. They didn't bring that much back.
1: Mary had one more problem. Where should Hemingway's papers be housed? He had not gone to college so donating them to his alma mater wasn't an option. She tried to strike a deal with the New York Public Library, but officials there wouldn't promise that his papers would be treated as a special collection. Instead, Mary had an idea after Kennedy was assassinated in 1963. The late president had admired Hemingway's work, and JFK's widow Jackie fancied herself as a literary type. So, with the support of their mutual friend, Mary sent Jackie a letter asking if her husband's presidential library, eventually built in Boston, would house his papers. Mary didn't get a reply. She felt terrible troubling a grieving widow.
2: And Mrs. Hemingway reached out again and said, I'm so sorry, I must have offended you. That was the last thing in the world that I wanted to do. Please accept my apologies.
1: It turned out no apology was needed.
2: And then on um, may 1 of 1968 mrs kennedy wrote a very long letter to mary hemingway saying that she wasn't at all offended on the contrary she was absolutely overwhelmed by the generosity of the offer and she accepted it
1: hillary justice now works at the john f kennedy presidential library overseeing the hemingway papers the library has worked with a private foundation to preserve and digitize the materials Mary couldn't bring back. Letters, drafts, his scribblings and books. Justice traveled to Finca Vahia during her graduate studies almost two decades ago. She said the home was stuck in time, probably identical in smell and sound and spirit as when Mary returned there as a grieving widow.
2: Words sort of fail, but just... Being able to stand in Hemingway's house, they were playing records on Hemingway's own turntable. Suddenly, you've time-traveled, and, and you can imagine that Hemingway's in the next room mixing a drink.
1: I'm Mike Rosenwald. Thanks for listening. For more Forgotten Stories from History, visit WashingtonPost.com slash Retropod.